Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 61, 10 Ways Mental Health is Like Dental Health. My name is Jessie Ellertson, and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. I have some really exciting news to share with you guys today. I got my braces off and I am so excited. I can't stop smiling and I look amazing. For those of you that don't know, I have had adult braces on for two years and three months now. But who's counting? I definitely am counting. (laughs) Or I was because now I don't have to anymore. Anyway, In honor of getting them off, I wanted to record this podcast episode because I've been thinking about some fun analogies between mental health and dental health. So I thought that I would record this podcast episode and share with you just a little bit of my braces story and then give you my 10 reasons how your mental health is like your dental health. And one reason I like to make these kinds of analogies is because there are things that we're used to thinking about, and then there are things that we don't spend very much time thinking about. Like, for example, in the past, I've made the analogy that working with a life coach is like working with a trainer at the gym. Your brain is used to working on your physical health, working on your muscles, working on your nutrition, and even paying an expert to help you with that. It's used to spending time at the gym every day in order to get results in your physical health. But it's not totally used to spending time every day, spending money, hiring a person who has the education and expertise to help you on your journey when it comes to your mental health. So I like to make these analogies to take something that's really normal for your brain to think about and then take something else that is not quite as normal for your brain to think about and show you how similar that they are. So I'm going to start out by telling you a little bit about why I got braces. I never had braces as a teenager. And when I was young, my teeth actually weren't even that bad. They've gotten worse over time. So about 10 years ago, I would say, I decided that I wanted to get braces. And I started to figure out what it would take to make that happen. And knew that I wanted to make it happen, but that it wasn't the right time. And just started mulling it over in my head. And then a few years after that was when my husband was leaving for his first deployment. And I thought, oh, that'd be so great if it took 18 months to be in braces. It'd be so great if I was in them for a year while he was gone. As I had braces, felt a little bit like an awkward teenager at times, and it just was something fun to take care of while he was away. So I worked with my dentist, who's also who is also an orthodontist, and got molds taken, came up with the whole game plan, got it all figured out and decided, and we were going to do it right after Brad left. And then, as you all know, right after Brad left, instead I broke my leg. So braces were off the table at that point. I had other things I needed to worry about at that time. So then... I still had it in my mind that I wanted to do it at some point, but it just went down pretty low on my list of priorities for a lot of years between breaking my leg and having more babies and moving and all kinds of things. And then as my husband's next appointment approached in 2018, I thought maybe this is my window. You know, I'm not pregnant. We have enough money. You know, a bunch of different things had lined up. And I decided, okay, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So I went through that same process again because, you know, here we were five years later. My teeth had changed, so we had to get new molds, new new game plan. 
still working with the same dentist slash orthodontist who's awesome. Shout out to Lighthouse Dental and all the awesome people there, Dr. Richie and all of the awesome ladies that work there that we are all now best friends because I spend a lot of time in there getting my braces adjusted and taking my kids in to get their braces adjusted. And we've put four people, myself and three of my daughters through braces in the last couple of years. So that's been fun. Anyway, this time it all went great and I got my braces on in June of 2018. Now we had talked about it taking about 18 months to two years and here we got to the two year mark that I still had them on and Dr. Richie has done a fantastic job and my teeth look amazing and over these last few months I keep telling him, you know, when are we going to get them off? I want to get them off. I'm so excited and he's fixing my bite and a bunch of different things. So my teeth have been straight for a while but the way my teeth line up and my bite are messed up and that takes some time to fix. So he's been really awesome and thorough and I've been really (laughs) anxious to get them off. So we made a deal just a couple of months ago go that I could get them off by my birthday. And my birthday is this weekend, you guys. It's on Saturday. And one reason, I just, I wanted to get them off, but I kind of had this other little reason that's really silly, but my driver's license expires on my birthday. And so I knew I needed to get a new driver's license. And I thought, oh, how cool would it be to not have to be wearing braces in my driver's license photo that will be in my wallet for like five or 10 years or however long the expiration date goes. So I let Dr. Richie know about that concern of mine and he said, okay, I think we can do it. So he started increasing the rate of my appointments to kind of hurry the last steps along and we actually haven't taken off the bottom braces yet. We've just taken off the top braces because there's a few more things he wants to do on the bottom, but you can't even see the bottom because they're always covered up by my lower lip and when I smile, I don't show my lower teeth. So I'm really happy. I feel like I just love my bright smile and how confident I feel. And I went today to the DMV and got my new driver's license with beautiful pearly white teeth and a smile. And it was funny when I went in there today, she said, okay, let's take your picture. And I was just kind of laughing to myself because I'd been thinking about this moment for a while that when I go renew my driver's license right before my birthday, I won't have braces on. And she said to me, you can smile or not, whatever you want to do. And I said, I want to smile. So I did this big smile. So I'll have to show you guys a picture of that when it comes through because the picture turned out well. Having adult braces has been really interesting, uh, a little bit humbling. I also am surprised at how many people I now notice in the world who have adult braces, where I think mostly I wouldn't have noticed. But since I have them, if I see another adult wearing braces, I feel like we're in this little club. And so I definitely have been noticing there's lots of people with adult braces. That's a thing. And I definitely got really used to them and hardly even remembered that I had them except, you know, every six weeks when we would tighten them and it would hurt. It was annoying to get food stuck in them, of course. I didn't notice this until my husband pointed it out, but my, I even talked a little bit different with braces on because I had to be kind of like working my lips around my braces and sometimes my lips would get stuck or whatever. And I'm wondering if you guys will notice that on the podcast now, because this is my first episode that I'm recording without that issue. My teeth are nice and slippery and my lips are moving very easily. And I, I think it's probably a pretty subtle difference, but you guys might notice. So you'll have to let me know if you can tell that I'm talking differently now that I have my top braces off. The other funny thing that I've been excited about getting my braces off for is I need some pictures of me. If you haven't yet, you need to go follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Resilient Life Coaching because when you're a life coach and you're on social media, you post a lot of pictures of yourself. And I've just been posting lots of pictures of me with braces and that's been fine. But I'm really looking forward to having an actual like professional photo shoot headshots, all these things. And I didn't want to pay someone to take my picture with braces in it because that's just not something that I wanted to do. 
So I already have that scheduled for October that I'm going to have a big fun photo shoot, get tons of beautiful pictures of me with my, hopefully with my summer tan still. And you guys know I've you know lost some weight since, at least since before I got my braces off. And then I'll be able to start using those pictures when I'm posting on social media and on my website and things like that. So that'll be really fun. Anyway. Okay. So that is my story with braces. Let's get to the 10 ways mental health is like dental health. Okay, number one is that small daily habits for your dental health, like brushing and flossing, are the way that you maintain your dental health. And that's the same for your mental health, that small daily habits like meditating, journaling, thought downloads, self-coaching is the way that you maintain your mental health. And it's also a similarity that if you were to skip a few days of either of your small habits for your mental health or your dental health, it wouldn't be a big deal but it would be a big deal over time if you just stopped doing those habits. So this is goes back to my concept that there's no bandwagon. We we tend to get to that all or nothing place. Like if I'm not doing it every day, what's the point of even doing it? But if you were to not floss for a day, you wouldn't get a cavity. You just floss again the next day. But if you thought it was only worth flossing if you flossed every single day and you missed a day, then would you just give up on flossing? No, and it's the same with like journaling. You know, we'll journal really well for a month and then we'll go on a trip and we'll miss a few days and we'll notice we never went back to it. So it's just important to know like, oh, these are my daily habits that I do to keep up these types of my health. And even if I were to miss a few days, I don't need to stop doing it. I'll just keep going. Number two is that both types of health, you really benefit from getting routine care. So for your dental health, you go in for your six month cleanings and x-rays and things like that so they can get on top of even just like the smallest cavity before it gets bad and you know clean off your tartar and things like that just to really maintain your your health and this helps prevent problems that can be costly and timely and painful over time if you were to skip these six-month cleanings and it's the same with your mental health that if you are making sure that you're doing something for yourself once or twice a year like attending a retreat or taking a course that that can really help you stay on top of your mental health and spot problems that might be cropping up or keep problems at bay if you are taking that time for yourself on a regular basis to do some of those bigger things even again even if it's only once a year okay number three is that often people will ignore their mental health and their dental health until there is a problem So I'm going to give you some dental health examples. When you have a problem coming on in your dental health, there's often just small little hints and nudges saying something in here needs attention. So for example, you might just have like a little bit of pain or even just some sensitivity that will often come before the pain is that tooth will just start to be more sensitive than usual. You might see a little discoloration and these are signs that that tooth has something, a problem underneath and it's needing your attention. Um, this makes me think of if you guys have seen Castaway when he is, uh, Tom Hanks is on a FedEx plane that crashes and then he's on an island by himself and he had a toothache before he went on the plane. And he told his his girlfriend, he said, oh, I've got a toothache. I need to I need to get in and see a dentist when I get home. It's really starting to bug me. But it, it had obviously been bugging him for a while and he had ignored it as long as possible. And it was really to the point where he couldn't ignore the pain anymore. So now he was going to go in and, and get some help. But then he crashed on the island. No dentists on this island. And so he ended up taking matters into his own hands with an ice skate. So if you haven't seen that movie, you need to go see it now. But he actually extracts his tooth with an ice skate and it's a very hard painful scene to watch but man when you when you see it you never forget and then when you have a toothache come up you think I'm gonna go take care of this right away that's what I think (laughs) 
Okay, so if we take care of these small problems when they are small problems, then we avoid again that those bigger problems or those dental emergencies like we might need. If we ignore it, we might end up needing a root canal instead of just getting a cavity filled. Or we might have to have extractions, getting a tooth actually removed. Um, some things people do to help them ignore these dental issues when they're small is they'll you know use pain medication to try to help them ignore the pain. And they will... Uh, I asked my dentist yesterday what people do sometimes when they're trying to fix it on their own a little bit, like the ice skate problem for Tom Hanks, but obviously not that dramatic. Anyway, he said that he's had lots of people try to just glue on their own things that have fallen off, like if a crown fell out or or something like that, they would try to just glue it back in. And actually, Brad had that problem on his last deployment. He had a crown fall out during the deployment pretty early on. And so he just saved it and he went most of the deployment without a crown on that back tooth. And he had to just always chew on the other side and he wasn't able to get it resolved till he got home. There's probably a way he could have gotten it fixed out there, but he just coped with it and ignored it as best he could and just knew he'd solve it when he got home. And that that was the strategy he came up with. And it worked for him, but he definitely suffered in the meantime. And the crown, you know, the tooth changed and it was hard to get the crown back on. Like it had some issues because it was off for so long. So this is similar to your mental health in that there are lots of stuff that comes up for us that we see warnings, we see nudges, we see red flags, we see hints that we've got some underlying issues in our mental health that need attention. They need a therapist, they need a coach, they maybe we maybe we need medication, maybe we just need to find someone to talk to on a regular basis, maybe we need to start, maybe we're just at a high level of stress all the time and we're, you know, having stomach aches or you know there's there's lots of nudges that we'll get to say I've got some bigger problems going on here and I can't sustain my mental health at this place. I need to be meditating. I need to be journaling. I need to go, you know, if it's more intense, I need to go and see somebody, right? And when we do things like try to glue our own crown back on or just try to put like a band-aid on a big problem with our mental health, that's when it heads towards that dental emergency or that mental health emergency situation where it, it can get really out of hand. I highly encourage you for either types of your health to not ignore those, those warning signs saying, let's give this problem some attention. Okay, number four is we need people sometimes. There's so much that we can do on our own when it comes to dental health and mental health. And like I talked about at the beginning, lots we can do to maintain those things, lots that's in our control. But there are also lots of things that we can't do for ourselves. So for example, we can't, you know, fill our own cavities or do our own x-rays. We go to the dentist because he has education, equipment, tools, assistance. You know, he has all the resources that we need for the bigger stuff even if it's still just maintenance stuff like cleanings and x-rays and, you know, getting a cavity filled. We can't do those things for ourselves. And then similarly in our mental health, there's so much we can do for ourselves. There's, you know, listening to podcasts and self-coaching and meditating and reaching out to friends and so many things we can do to help our own mental health. But even if we're doing all those things, we can still really benefit from working with a person, with a person that has education and training and expertise and resources and tools to help you along your way, to help you in your mental health journey as you work to maintain it and make it better than it was, keep it healthy and achieve goals. 
Okay, number five, the next few have a little bit more to do with braces since that's what's been on my mind lately. Okay, when you first get braces on, it is awful, like super duper awful for a couple of days. There's so much to get used to. There is pain, first of all, because your teeth are protesting at what you're doing to them, even though they haven't even really moved yet. Like maybe they're moving a little bit, but mostly they're just all getting pushed on just a little bit. Your skin in your mouth is not used to having all that hardware in there. And so you have sores all in your mouth and you're having to put wax on your braces to protect your skin and keep it from developing those sores. And you're getting used to eating with braces. I mean, there's just like a lot going on. And so this is just like the river of misery in your mental health. When you first start working on your mental health, a lot can come up right away and it It can be more painful to look at your thoughts than it was to not look at your thoughts. Like obviously having crooked teeth isn't really that painful. It's more painful to start fixing your teeth than it is to have crooked teeth. And it's more painful to start looking at all your thoughts that are causing you a lot of trouble than it is to ignore your thoughts. And so you go into this river of misery, even though we know on the other side of the river are straight, beautiful, healthy teeth and are on the other side of the river in mental health is a mind that we're best friends with, a mind that we know how to talk to and manage and allow all the positive, all the negative, a life that we like looking at, a life that we have a good relationship with, a brain that we have a good relationship, all of that is on the other side of the river. But jumping into that river can be very painful and makes you want to get back out onto the first first shore rather than swim across to the other side. Number six is when you get your braces tightened, they all, all the moving really happens in the first day after they you know, change your wires and tighten everything. And so you're in pain that day and your teeth move. My teeth would even move really within the first couple hours of getting them tightened. And then I would be kind of sore for a day. And then I wouldn't feel... I mean, really anything for those next five and a half weeks while I waited for my next appointment. But what was happening in those five and a half weeks was really important. And it was my teeth getting used to the new place I'd asked them to be. And so just like that with coaching and with your mental health is when we try on a new thought, it is foreign at first and a little bit painful and uncomfortable and unfamiliar, right? A lot of those things. And when we ask our brain to think a new thought, it will resist it a little bit at first. And we tell it, no, this is what we want to spend time thinking now. And what it can take is just, you know, those days or weeks or a month or whatever to get used to the new thought and for your brain to get used to that being into in that that thought being in that place instead of the old thought. And then that feels just as familiar as the old thought ever did. Your teeth are very comfortable in their new place and that thought can feel very familiar and very comfortable in its new place once you're used to it. So you just got to let yourself get used to those new thoughts sometimes. And that's just the process of learning to believe it really thinking it on purpose over and over and deciding to keep thinking it in order to believe it. Okay, number seven is that when you're when you first get braces on, say you're going to have them on for 18 months or whatever, when you first get braces on, the dentist knows that your teeth are only going to move a little bit at first. So they don't go for much movement at first. It's mostly getting your teeth on board with the program of we're going to we're going to do some moving over the next little while and so it just they start to move, but it's slow at first. And then over time, the orthodontist is asking your teeth to move more and more because your teeth are more flexible, more pliable. I don't know what all the right words are, but they're just more open to moving and they move quickly 
and easily and stay there because they're just on board with the new program. And this is just like coaching and mental health. And it's that when you first start working on your mental health and you first start using coaching as the tool to work on your mental health, the progress can feel slow and it can feel like it's maybe even not working. You're not seeing a lot of measurable results, but you are warming your brain up to get with this program of, I am not going to let you run the show anymore, lower brain. We're going to work together and I'm going to manage you and I'm going to intentionally think thoughts and here's all the things I'm going to work on now. And over time, your brain will just get with the program so much faster as you ask it to do new, hard, unfamiliar things. And that's really encouraging to know. Okay, number eight is there are lots of reasons to avoid a dentist and there are lots of reasons to avoid working with a coach or a therapist. You know, they might be money reasons or insurance reasons. Both mental health and dental health aren't always covered by insurance. And we often believe we don't have enough money in our budget to afford these extra things that can benefit our health so much. It might be because it's been so long since we've been to the dentist that we're afraid to go in and see where we're at. Or it might be so long since we've taken a look at our thoughts or taken a look at our mental health. Or it's been so long since a traumatic event happened that we don't want to lift up that rock or lift up that couch cushion and see what's underneath, right? And one that I've been thinking about recently is that we're often, as I've been talking about people and their experience at the dentist, is that we're often afraid of judgment. We're afraid to go into the dentist and him to say, you need to floss more or, you know, you have a lot of cavities. What have you been doing? What have you been eating? You know, we're afraid of that judgment when they let us know what's wrong or what they need to work on. And I think that can be similar with mental health that we're afraid to let someone in and let them look at our innermost thoughts, which is really understandable. We're afraid of that judgment. We're afraid of what they'll think of us. And what's so beautiful about that is as a life coach, I know for sure that one of my greatest responsibilities is to hold the space for my clients, to approach each session that I have with my clients with zero judgment And that is one of the big things that I was trained on in my certification program was how to do that, how to get to that mental space of, I don't know what you need to do. You know what you need to do, and I'm going to help you take a look at it. And to that space of loving all humans, no matter what, to that space of there's no right or wrong in pretty much any situation. There's just what's happening And I can get to curiosity and fascination and be the watcher of your brain with you so easily that I I don't struggle with that ever of judging my clients. I have so much love for my clients and love is the perfect antidote for judgment. And it's so easy for me to love my clients. And I know that that's what's going on with the dentist too. So if you are worried about your dentist judging you, I want you to say that if you get a good one, which I know there's lots of good ones out there that they, they don't, they're not judging you. They don't care if you don't floss your teeth. They just, they just know that that happens and here are the cavities as a result or whatever. And they're not making it mean anything about you. They see teeth all day long. You're just another set of teeth and they just think you're great and they're glad you're their customer. So don't stay home from the dentist or don't resist working with a life coach or therapist because you're afraid of judgment. Just see that that's what's happening. Understand why that's something you're worried about and then move forward anyway. That's my encouragement to you. Okay, number nine is we never graduate from needing help with our dental health or from needing help with our mental health. I have several clients I've been working with recently that just say, I feel like I should be farther along than I am now. I shouldn't be indulging in these emotions anymore. And I just 
help them lovingly help them understand you will indulge in these emotions forever because you have a human brain you're human and this is how it works and i help them see how far they have come because now they're calling it an indulgence you know we talk a lot about just call things what they are if you're gonna if you buffer don't lie to yourself that you had to buffer just say it's okay i just chose to buffer a little bit rather than feeling that feeling or rather than staying with that feeling. If you're indulging in confusion, you're not lying to yourself anymore. You're not saying, I just cannot figure out what to do. You're saying, I know I could make a decision here. I know I could get this figured out, but I'm just indulging in some confusion today. And that is miles from where you are when you start working on this often and you're telling yourself that story that some of those things are unavoidable. Now you know they're avoidable and it's okay that you're choosing them. And they'll always be urges even if they get less or we just get a lot better at managing them, there will always be urges to do things that are unproductive for you, like for the rest of your life. And it's the same with dental health that even when you get your braces off, you still need to wear your retainer at night. You get a permanent retainer or you get a retainer you're wearing at night. And if you don't, your teeth go right back to where they were. Like we don't ever graduate to straight, well, most of us don't, aren't like born with straight teeth. And when we get our teeth straightened, we'll need to help them stay straight forever. And if, you know, you never have, you never stop needing to brush your teeth. You never stop needing to floss your teeth. It's just something you're going to have to attend to for the rest of your life. And hopefully that doesn't sound daunting to you. Hopefully that's just something you can wrap your arms around. I mean, for dental health and for mental health that you can wrap your arms around and say, this is what it means to be a human who works on their mental health and has a good relationship with their brain for life. I work on it for life. I don't get, there's, there's no life coach I've ever met that has stopped indulging in unproductive emotions. There's no life coach I've met that no longer buffers or, or, or no longer, I, could, I guess I could say no longer has a desire to buffer. I'm sure there are some life coaches out there that have mastered not buffering, but we'll never stop having the desire to buffer. Our brain is always offering us that escape. And we either, sometimes we take it and, some most, and sometimes we say, no, I don't need to escape. I can just feel this, you know, it's all available. Okay, the last one is number 10, that it is never too late to get help in any of these areas. So I was asking one of the nice ladies at my dental office about this one and she was so sweet and shared with me that a lot of times people will think like, oh, I'm a lost cause when it comes to their teeth. They're embarrassed at how bad their teeth are. They think there's no hope for them and they're able to come into the dentist and, you know, get some extractions, get some implants. You know, there's always things that can be done even if their teeth have gone really far to an unhealthy place. There's even dentures. If you have to lose all your teeth, there's even still dentures. There's just always help, always solutions. There, you've never gotten too unhealthy that there's not options and resources and tools that can help you come back. And it's the same for mental health, that we can feel like we are too far gone. We can feel like we're too broken. We've got too much going on in our brain, too much nonsense, too much decay, whatever it is, you know, but there's always hope. There's always just a starting point and you you just start where you are. You just start wherever you are and you listen to podcasts and you reach out to people and you get on medication if you need to and you go to a therapist and you get a coach. Whatever you can make time for, whatever you can afford, you just start where you are and you get the help you need. It's never too late to get some help for your physical health, your mental health, your dental health, whatever the problems are you're experiencing. It would be better to start where you are and get help then assume you're a lost cause and not get help because you're never too far. So that's the one I want to end on today. And that is what I have for you guys today. 
So are you ready to take what you are learning here to the next level? Then join me for resiliency training. This is my monthly coaching program that includes a private coaching session with me each month, along with weekly content and individual email support. Start anytime for just $100 a month and continue at that rate as desired with no obligation. We can all use a little help sometimes to get through the difficulties of military life, and that's exactly the boost this program will give you. Sign up on my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.